0: This episode of the Raider Take Podcast is brought to you by Rise Collective Salon. Rise Collective is a company brought together by two friends who had a vision of bringing you high-end service with a friendly hometown atmosphere. Whether you're wanting a simple type fade like Josh Jacobs, stylish cut like Foster Moreau, or something unique to you like Henry Ruggs, Rise Collective Salon has you covered for all your game day cuts. Located at 760 Camino Ramon in Danville, Rise Collective adheres to the highest standards of cleanliness and sanitation so you can be sure your visit will always be handled with your safety in mind. Visit RiseCollectiveDanville.com to book an appointment with Deanna or Ashley. Once again, the website is RiseCollectiveDanville.com.
1: Rise above the competition. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Guess that team. <laughs> this team is dead to me.
0: Welcome to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I am Michael McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald, and the Raiders are amongst the elite. And you want to know why? Because we only gave up six points to the Browns, and the only other teams to do such a thing, Steelers and the Ravens. Feels damn good to be on that list.
1: It does. Yeah, it's it's a a good list to be on. I wish I... Could agree with it as much as as much as you made that but um
0: how does it feel to have an elite defense now
1: (laughs) (laughs) um well from from giving up i think it was 28 points every game to to six i think is improvement but you know progress not perfection around here
0: it's like when the giants lose two to nothing and then beat some teams 17 to one it's like just spread those runs out once in a while (laughs) we're back
1: offense is back um well no it's a good dub man um it was it was kind of uh just a weird game overall. I know we'll touch on it, but you know it's good to have victory Monday. It's always a good Monday. Mm-hmm. But you know, as, as far as tonight goes, um, we will review our mortal locks, um, and then we'll kind of we'll roll the preview or the um, recap at least. Micah is touching on the Raiders offense versus the Browns defense. I got you on the Raiders D against the Browns offense, and we'll take you all home. So, mortal locks of the week going into it, Micah, you were five and two. Mm-hmm. Great season. Great start for you. You had Seahawks minus two and a half against the Niners at home, and I know we had just talked about before, but the line even moved drastically, even up to to kick off where it was Seahawks minus one. So a lot yeah. of public money going towards the the Niners there. So yeah. well, that also
0: too, I think it, it was game time decision for Chris Carson. So mm-hmm. you saw, yep. you saw them lose their main running back. That probably had something to do with that.
1: Yep, a little bit. So
0: how'd you fare? Well, once again, I you know I came out on top. I got a Debbie on this one. My mortal locks. I, I'm really upset with myself for not just like going and betting these every week and coming out on top for the most part. So uh, Seahawks won 37-27. They more than covered the three that it was at the time, the minus three that it was at the time when we recorded the pod, and obviously the minus one that it ended up being right before game time. But Russell Wilson did Russell Wilson, and they they let Russ cook, and you know he went off for four touchdowns. 261 yards, which is kind of surprising when you think someone goes off for four touchdowns, you expect like 350 plus nowadays, but rest went off, uh, DJ Dallas, a rookie, he got in the end zone, had like 18 carries. So he ended up filling in for Carson who was game time decision and put me kind of in a pickle with my fantasy team. Luckily I had Gallman going for the jets. He didn't do much for me, but I had someone sitting there. I was in a really big, okay, sorry, not to get on a tangent on my fantasy team because people don't care about the fantasy team. But I'm sitting here, and I've got Carson potentially. You know, they, they had a 125 game, but all my other guys were playing at 10 o'clock. Any other of my decent guys I could fill in for there. Anyways, ended up having Gallman to go Monday night. Got that in. Ended up winning. But regardless, won the mortal locks, came out on top, feeling good that I was right about the Seahawks being better than a field goal, than the Niners who just never know what you're getting out of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, once again, another Sunday goes by, another mortal lock for you on the W column. Um, Congrats. Happy for you. You know, maybe turn that into some cash one, one of these days and and get, get rolling. Cause you're, I mean, that's six of eight. That's three of four, 75%. I mean, that's making money right there. So good for you. Okay. Good for you, Micah. (laughs) Cause I bet the, I bet the Rams minus three and a half, um, traveling to Miami. And I talked a lot about, you know, the two effect, his first start Rams off a short week, um, playing that Monday night game. I didn't care. I'm like, give me four points. Let's ride this thing. Um, you want to play a game? Yeah, let's do it. Play game real quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's called Guess that team. Okay. So before I get into it, the dolphins won 28 to 17. Okay. Okay. Beat the Rams by 11 points. Mm-hmm. Okay. I lost. I lost my moral luck. Happy? Everyone? You happy? Oh, I lost. I don't think anyone is, but. I think some people are, but that's, you know. Anyways, guess that team. Okay. Here Ready we go. For it. This team had 23 more first downs than their opponent in this game. Guess that team. Uh, my guess would be the Dolphins. Nope. It's the Rams. Oh. The Rams had 31 first downs. Dolphins, eight. That's um, Dolphins won by 11. Okay, guess that team. <laughs> this team outgained the other team 471 to 145. Guess that team.
0: <laughs> you know, guess my guess would be the Dolphins because they won.
1: Your guess is wrong. It's the oh. <laughs> Rams. Um, so they outgained the Dolphins by 326 yards. Okay, guess that team. <laughs> this team is dead to me. My
0: guess would be the Rams.
1: Yep, you were correct. they <laughs> That's actually a trick question. They're both dead to me because I'm uh, done fair. betting against the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> The Rams, I'm just scratching them off. They don't even exist. Don't care. Don't like them. Um, thanks for playing. That was fun. So this is how the game started. Rams go down. Well, actually, I think Dolphins got the ball first. Um, Tua gets suplexed by Stone Cold Steve Austin or Aaron Donald. Cause a fumble. They recover. Rams score 7-0. I'm feeling fine. Yeah, feeling real great. good. Great. I'm like, <laughs> That's great. Start off well, end well. Didn't end well. Um, Rams from there got outscored 28 to 10, but not outgained, not out first downed. That's not a word, (laughs) but we're going to call it. That's a Uh, thing. (laughs) It's a thing. So I lost again. And um, the only thing that makes this podcast a little bit better right now is the fact that the Raiders won. Um, So I'm not going to be so down, so negative, but it was, it's hard. It's hard being me right now. Um, when you just feel so confident, you feel like, you know, the game, you feel like you should have some kind of advantage here when we have the whole slate and all I got to do is pick one, not an advantage to you, by the way, just an advantage in this game. So because of that, I would like to make an announcement. I received a, I received a letter in the mail this morning after the Sunday slate. And it was from the commissioner and I have been suspended without pay for one week in regards to the mortal locks I've been suspended by the commissioner, Roger Goodell. And I understood, I understood it. It's not, I wasn't going to act like I was surprised by that, um, by that notice, but it kind of hurt. So basically the note said you're suspended without pay. You are not able to make your mortal lock pick for week nine, um, that you and Micah will be unveiling on, um, you know, Thursday night recording Friday drop. Um, so because of that, I'm in a pickle because I can't just defer the week. So what I am proposing is that the listeners submit their mortal lock one game, pick a spread. You can pick a spread. You can pick just an over under can't do halves has to be a full game. The listeners will pick a spread. They will submit it because I can't choose. I will then take those picks. I will write them on a piece of paper. I will fold them up. I will spread them out on the ground and whichever one my daughter selects is the (laughs) mortal lock. So I'm removed from this. It's all on the listeners. It's all on what my daughter selects. I didn't run that by you. um, as, as the director, as the producer, as the chief technology officer, um, and as also the main host of this podcast, but I felt like it was something that you would back. Oh, I love it. And I just, um, that I'm i I'm just playing with the cards that are dealt.
0: Right now. Yeah, no, I actually love that idea because uh, at first my mind thought like, well, maybe I have to like do a parlay to make up for things, but that's such a better idea. I, yeah, I my my, my only qu- my only question is, is it gonna help anything if the listeners and your daughter are batting a thousand on the mortal locks one to zero? If I it don't... comes down to that,
1: we'll have to. I see. guess
0: it. I guess it doesn't matter because the commissioner. It's the commissioner's hands that that really. It's puts the you hands put and you all... in this spot
1: there there is gonna be a follow up conversation um is what I was told um so we'll see how it goes after after this coming week, but that's the situation um I will unveil that for the Friday pod um that you guys will be tuned into. We'll go from there
0: cool all right, yeah, that sounds great I think that's a uh, that's a great idea, and can't okay. wait to see what the what the you know the options that the listeners throw out there and ultimately mm-hmm. what uh baby Mcdonald chooses so
1: we'll see how she does, but at this point she's got a better 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 odds than I do at this. Um, I, I feel
0: like sometimes with betting, like lack of knowledge and just leaving it up for chance, sometimes. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Things. You know, we'll see. Um, but tune in Friday um, as that will be unveiled, and and we'll take it from there. So, um, well, let's get into the recap. So Raiders go to Cleveland, um, get a big dub on the road. They end up winning 16-6. to six. Um, We both were correct in our predictions with the Raiders covering. I believe it was 2.5 at the time. And then... I think we're a little bit off on the scores, had a little higher scoring game, but that was the inclement weather. Um, That was kind of with what the situation was. Both teams felt it, but thoughts recap on the Raiders offense against the Browns defense.
0: Yeah. So uh, first thing I'd like to throw out there and you could tell me if it's something that has ever come across your platform or, or, or mine at all. You know what grapple is? Because I've never heard of the word grapple before.
1: Yeah, as of, as of Sunday, I did not know. Yeah. And it, I believe it's a mixture of rain and hail.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that's like, it's not quite like hail, but it's not quite rain. And that's what was happening. And that's what was falling sideways mm-hmm. the whole game for the most part. And I assume it was happening all game. There was like second and third quarter-ish time frame where you could see it on the TV that it was really just hammering down. And kudos to Browns fans that were just chilling there the whole time. Like that's... I feel like if there's anything Browns fans and Raiders fans can, you know, combine on it's just like your diehard love for a team that for most of your life has sucked but you'll sit through grapple to, you know, watch a game. So
1: watch out.
0: Yeah. Grapple. Anyways, um, I thought that we did really well in the one thing that we always talk about doing and that's getting Josh Jacobs involved. I mean, it you called it when you threw out the option and when you threw out the idea of like hey, bet the under this game, the weather's not going to be great both teams kind of like run game play action to set up the pass type teams not going to pass as much because of the weather jacobs had 31 carries which i'm i i would only assume that tops the most carries he's had in his career with the raiders i don't think i've ever seen a trip you know a threes number from any I, of I don't carries, think so
1: it, it's it was if it wasn't the top it's definitely up there
0: Yeah. Uh, He went for 128 yards, averaging 4.1 a carry and just really kind of dominated the game. What was weird was watching the game for me, you know, they're giving him the ball and he's, you know, pounding it. He's, you know, getting some extra yards after contact and everything like that. And just kind of, you know, you're like, all right, he's fighting for things, nothing too big at all. By like the end of the third, maybe beginning of the fourth, they threw up his numbers up there and he had like 98 rushing yards i was like damn like i didn't realize he had that many rushing yards because he just was like it seemed like everything was just you know three yards in a cloud of dust or if it wasn't that it was like he got hit in the backfield and like made his way back to the line of scrimmage it's one of those things where it was like very surprised that he had the yards that he did so uh they did really well in that sense um i i think that for the situation that we were in the passing game did all right i guess car only threw for like 112 yards it was a very car and cold weather type of game, but we got the W this time. So uh, it was awesome seeing them throw up the the figure and the stat on the screen about car being one in ten with uh, in games that were like under forty five degrees or under fifty degrees. That whole thing you always hear about car can't play in cold weather thing. But anyways, they tried to get rugs more involved, little quick passes, and you know some stuff like that. He got robbed on a touchdown, which if you watch the game. You're looking at it, and you're like, "How do they not call that a touchdown?" It was kind of like on TV; it was kind of spot. If you look at pictures now, you see like, "Holy shit!" There's like a clear cut of grass between his toe and the out of bounds. But he got robbed on a touchdown. Nonetheless, we win 16 to six. The offense does enough to supplement a very good outing for the defense for the most part. So I'll kick that over to you to kind of transition to how the defense did. I guess if you have any, yeah, that's on top of the expert
1: sub. That's an expert transition right there, dude. Um, no, I mean, I guess the only thing I will touch on is, is the fact that, you know, because of the weather, we knew that we weren't just going to, you know, shred him in the past game. It was, it's tough. I mean, I know that they were saying, hey, anything 20 yards or less, it's not really impacted. But you see, um, it was when we took that shot to Ruggs, um, he ran kind of like he was on the right inside slot, ran a corner out. car had him. And just missed him, but he—he, he, you could tell he tried to throw as far as possible and overthrew yeah. him by like ten yards. But it's yeah, because was, when he gets up in the wind, you know. But we had a chance there, and he didn't. Yeah, I was like, that. God, what are you doing? This
0: overthrew him because yeah. he probably could have just put it on a fucking beeline to him mm-hmm. with how far the DB was behind him. But
1: yeah, and I—I I mean, I think it was kind of like a perfect example of like what's wrong with the replay review um, in this game because like that Landry catch. That they ruled wasn't a touchdown. That was but, close. Like it was yeah. tough. Like it was tough to see the angles. You had to go off of. Like they overturned it. Renfro's was kind of unclear because yeah. like it's all about the angles and and what the camera catches. But like yeah. with rugs, like you can miss the call and then go back and still be like, okay, no. Like you can see there's grass. You can see he's not on the line, kind of thing. So yeah, and that's I think the only thing.
0: But I think the crappy part is that it's like it got called incomplete. So it's like, well, you got to have, you know, sufficient enough Mm. evidence to overturn it. But like you literally saw that. And I know like the TV does it all the time where they zoom in on a freeze frame. Like, you know, that their little their little, um, you know, golden tea review ball thing that they got going on for underneath the hood. They can just zoom in on stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, I got screwed on that completely.
1: Whatever. Yeah, but like you mentioned, the offense did enough. Um, they were able to execute, and the Browns weren't, um, to at least sustain some drives, at least chew up some clock, a lot of time in possession for the Raiders, a lot of big conversions. Um, we kind of had the opposite happen to us this week compared to the Buccaneers last week, where it was like third and 18, um, and we got Booker for 17, and we went for it on fourth and one. That was a big drive. But, I mean, as far as the defense is concerned, I mean, they stepped up, and, and they played a great game, um, forced a fumble, on one of the opening drives for the Browns and, and really were able to come through when we needed them to, you know, once again, no sacks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, there was, you was... know, Mayfield threw the ball 25 times, but it was all, you had to be quick rhythm. It had to be, get out your hands, you know, off play action, whatever. But um, they did a good job staying disciplined. They stayed in their gaps. You know, the linebackers filled when they needed to Kareem hunt 14 for 66. He had one big gain. take that gain out of there. And it's really, you know, somewhat pedestrian numbers, but overall they did well. Um, You know, the DBs did a good job, you know, not, not, you know, slipping or not biting on different moves and things like that. And it was, it was really just like, who's going to be able to execute um, on the offensive side to, to keep the drives going and to keep, you know, at least put up some points. You saw the Daniel Carlson field goal that when it was like, 40 miles an hour winds yeah. going left and he kicked it to the right field goal post and it just hooked all the way back left and i think it's it wide left i think it started outside of the right field goal post <laughs> it and it still did. doinked off the left one and it was only from th- like 35 yeah so that's how gnar it was um sure he kicked it as well no, as he could
0: too <laughs> yeah
1: no they did good you know I, I think you saw the jonathan abram effect when he's back in there the energy that he brings him trying to fight someone every like play. Every um, time he hits somebody, I'm like come on, well, like, he, he, don't, start, don't get fired. Yeah. He, he cleared out. Yeah, he cleared out. Cream hunt around the corner. Oh took yeah. his knees out. Of oh, him, yeah, and he let him know too. Um, yeah. so. You gotta but it, it was, you know, it was a chance for them to get back. You know, and I would say that in normal conditions, they wouldn't hold the Browns to six points. I'm not gonna be a pessimist. I'm just gonna say, hey, good job. Way to show up. They did what we had to do. Tough road game, bad weather. You know, West Coast team traveling to the East Coast is always, you know, it's a 10 a.m. for them. Um, and I think that, you know, there's a Trent Brown scare in the beginning where he got ruled out late. Or, you know, we'll, we'll dive into that situation a little bit more, you know, on the next pod. But ultimately, it, it was just something where where they had to show up. They made the made some plays. You know, the Browns missed a kick as well. All in all, they they did what they had to do. Played. Sound effective defense. You know, they didn't get too overzealous. I saw a lot of good things with, you know, blitzing Abram off the edge, sending Joyner um, from the nickel, different things like that to mix it up, but also just keep the pressure on them and make them make the mistakes. And they did. So hats off to the Raiders D Gunther. You survive one more week um, until we play an offense. That's actually competent and where it's not, what was it called?
0: Grapple. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Grapple Gra- grapple grapple Something grapple. Was- Grapel, if you're French.
1: Um, but no, it was good, man. I, I liked it. I liked the way they showed up, like the energy that they brought. Got a, It was a weird game. It was just slow. It was sloppy. Like you mentioned, the third quarter, it's just snowing. You know, it's all about ball security. Um, and they they came through. Hats off to them. Thanks for showing up. We'll see how it goes, you know, this next weekend or this next week. Coming around and we'll take it. Yeah.
0: I think that also you saw a few situations where – they didn't necessarily take advantage of some certain things that happened. Miss catches, uh, you know, I think without the weather, maybe that fumble doesn't happen like you're talking about. You know, there's some there was some big, couple big third downs where their receivers were wide open because Joiner or Lawson got burnt, and then they just, like, missed the catch or something, you know, tight ends across the edge, and, and they had to settle for a field goal or, you know, whatnot, and... So I think that on top of, you know, us playing a pretty clean game on defense for the most part, finally got a, some type of turnover. I think there was also struggles on the Brown side of things on the weather causing, you know, catches to be missed and stuff like that. That really helped us out too. So.
1: Oh yeah. Um, but no, I mean, they, they made the, you know, we executed and they didn't. Yeah. Know, everybody was you know, dealing with it. So Joyner had a big pass breakup in the, on the goal line. Um, yeah. We had that one where Landry caught it and he got, um, oh he got hit gosh. by two guys um, and he dropped it. so i mean, I, I think they made yeah. the plays really good and and it was a defense that we were happy to see you know show a different light of themselves.
0: yeah, we had that one play where Joyner still got burnt or uh, not <laughs> Joiner when uh, Nelson, uh when uh, Lawson? Lawson still got burnt
1: and then the receiver mm-hmm. uh,
0: dropped the ball in the end zone.
1: Uh, That's in our game plan. It? We we yeah. we know we have to ma- yeah. take advantage of or not take advantage of makeup for when he gets burnt. So,
0: yeah, it's like when people are uh, better at shooting threes with a guy in their face as opposed to wide open. It's like yeah. you got to have, we'll just let him be wide open and he'll drop the yeah. touchdown.
1: <laughs> Sometimes we, it feels like we only have 10 guys out there. Yeah. But, no. Yeah. It's 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 a good dub. We got the we got the Chargers on deck, who just can't figure out ways to win. Oh, still scary. Still got a high yeah. profile offense led by Justin Herbert. So yeah. we're traveling to LA, where we feel more at home than they do. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, our fans can't show up. We'll get, we'll get it rocking, dude. It's a good time to. I think we talked about this too, um, but I was just looking into it, and and so we we played seven games, so we have nine to go. Done with our buy, so we have nine straight weeks and. Just from my vantage point, it looks like we are will be favored in seven of those last nine games. Two of those being which, or um, will be the Chiefs and the Colts. Um, I believe Colts on the road, Chiefs at home. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I could see the Colts being a pick'em, but then yeah. we're gonna be dogs against the Chiefs. So, um, I I just think you know we worked through our tough schedule. We worked through the first seven games. We're four and three, and I think we have you know it's up to us to to be able to put ourselves in the playoffs here. It's gonna be tough to catch the Chiefs as we're three games back but we'll see we'll see how it goes and, and and we'll see where this where this Raider Nation train takes us man
0: if i'm not mistaken last i saw we were pegged as i think the number 6 seed uh the second wild card spot so you know i think the one over the browns at because they were kind of floating in there ahead of us but yeah you know it's it's always great to look at playoff predictions uh right now and and you know even if we're not in it we're in the hunt which in the hunt always is always always in it always in the hunts, but yeah, it's great going into being above 500, going into what is viewed as the easier part of our schedule. So, yep. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think the going into this time frame, the Broncos and the chargers are starting to get a little feistier. So, and that'll be interesting going against those teams, but
1: yeah, I, like I will where we know. stand. Yeah. And I will say, so um, both the chargers and the Broncos played each other um, and they were I believe both two and four. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I hope the Broncos win because they're the lesser of the threat of the two, mm-hmm. um, and the chargers blew it again. Yeah. Those came back. And I was just like, yes, perfect. Perfect. Gotta Give the Broncos it. some, some unnecessary confidence and, and have the chargers keep having their soggy sorrows.
0: But... Yeah. Well, and it also goes to, you know, it's, there's a big debate out there now on whether blowing close leads was a Phillip Rivers issues or a chargers issue. Cause he's not there and they're still doing it. So it's hey, baby, baby Phillip Rivers, like we talked about before. Maybe the, maybe the blowing games comes with it.
1: It's, it's the same result, but it's kind of the inverse where it was always Phillip Rivers down a score with a minute and 47 yeah. seconds left under, on your TV difference. at four o'clock, you know, on Sunday. So that's, it's kind of the opposite where you're just waiting for that collapse to happen. Yeah. But it's, that's the charge. We can't take them lightly. Um, their no. defense is actually pretty solid. Um, their offense can be explosive. Little one-dimensional at times, but we'll 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 touch on that a little bit more for Friday's pod. But yeah. for now, it's Victory Monday, big yep. vibes. Gotta love it. I've been suspended in, for one week without pay on mortal locks, and and we'll see how that situation transpires.
0: In yeah, we'll days. make we'll make it up to the the readers, make it up to them, and and, and get a good little uh, twist on it.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll twist it up. We'll mix it up like a blend yeah. around here. But but yeah, it, I would just say. Listeners, subscribers, readers, folks that hear us from a distance when someone Mm -hmm. plays our pod without headphones, submit your mortal locks. Once again, we will then take it. We'll have my daughter choose which one is the winner and we'll see how it works. Maybe it's recipe for success.
0: Yeah. So once again, hit us up on Twitter, Raider Take Podcast at Take Raider. Hit us up on wherever you see this on social media. Let us know. Give us. Give us your option for the, uh, you know, the portal lock that you want to throw in because all of them will be taken. Obviously, if there's multiples of the same one, it'll just be one, but all of them will be taken into account. And like you said, written on a piece of paper tore up, let the baby decide. So get them in, get as many options as there are in there and uh, tweet at us, DM us, hopefully have a, have an interesting little preview pod. So.
1: Yep. I'm excited, man. Um, Well, good stuff. Big dub. You know, we'll see how it goes this week, but until then, Raider Nation, rock on. Love you guys. See you next time.